Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. We're sure you can all relate to feeling like an imposter at certain times. In fact, 70% of people have experienced it at some point in their life. It's that niggling feeling that someone is going to find you out, that you aren't worthy of the success or happiness that you're receiving. In this episode, we reveal how it manifests and why, and we give you top tips on how to move through feeling like an imposter. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. Welcome to another episode of The Midlife Mentors with me, James. And me, Claire. Hello, welcome back. It's lovely to have you here. Thanks for being here. It is. Um, We're going to talk today about imposter syndrome. So stay tuned for that. But just before we do all that, um, last week, if you're remembering, if you're listening to this in real time, as it were, we came to you live from a little farmhouse in Santander on our epic journey from Marbella back to London. Uh, And now... We're on the outskirts of London at Claire's parents. <laughs> isolating. Isolating. We have to isolate for 10 days. We are. We are. It feels, God love them, my parents are being really, really patient with us. But when we had to reveal that it was 10 days, I think they nearly had a, a nervous breakdown. But they're being very kind to us. And James is loving Mummy Wiley. That's my mum. Being all... Well, she's just clucking around you, isn't she? She's making oh, you lots of English cups, cups of tea. Cups of tea on tap. He's actually got one by by the side of him right now, so he's being spoiled. But you deserve it, darling. Oh, you thank deserve you, it. thank you. Um, so just before we do go into imposter syndrome, honestly, I cannot tell you like how excited we are to share this one with you because we know it's something that everyone can relate to, but it's also something that particularly I can relate to. And we're going to share some of our stories as well around how that's manifested in our own lives, especially for me. So imposter syndrome is something that everyone um, has experienced mostly in their life before. But um, before we talk to you about that, we wanted to share, if you are listening to it in real time, we wanted to share that we are so excited because we didn't think we had enough on our plate. (laughs) What we thought we would do is run an Easter virtual retreat completely for free this Friday and Saturday. So we're starting at 8am on Friday morning and going through to about 1.30 on Saturday. That's right. So if you are listening to this in real time, like now, uh, Now pause it and go click the link to register for the retreat. Because if you ever wanted to, in inverted commas, meet us, train with us, go to one of our workshops, this 
is your opportunity. It's two and a half, uh, no, one and a half days of training, workshops, and we've got some amazing guests as well, haven't we? We really have. We've just confirmed those, but we haven't sent it out to the wider audience, so we don't feel like it's fair to reveal that to you right now. But um, I will pop the link in the show notes. So go and register. But it's it's us bringing our award-winning retreats, a sprinkle of our award-winning Ibiza and Marbella retreats right to your living room. We know so... Well, the reason we decided to do it was because we've got so many people telling us at the moment they... Uh, they need a reset basically Mm. they're finding this really really hard you've had a brutal winter and we're coming out into spring but you really really need a reset so James and I decided at the 11th hour that we were going to really do this for you so we could come together we are stronger together as part of a community so it's going to be so much fun so if you're listening to it real time there's absolutely no reason you shouldn't because it's free yeah, and depending on where you are in the world, I mean, in England, certainly, we are hopefully preparing to spring out of lockdown. Spring. So it's be a nice way to spring forward with positivity. So, um, yeah, please do join us. We'd love to see you there this weekend. We really would. Right. Right. On with imposter syndrome. Now, I'm sure many of us have experienced this, uh, and the stats actually back that up. 70% of people have experienced it at some point in their life. And it affects all kinds of people from all parts of life. So they don't know what imposter syndrome is. It when you, it's when you're there and you suddenly think, oh, I'm not really qualified to be in this. Like, I don't know my stuff. Why are people looking to me for this? I just don't feel worthy of, of this material or whatever I'm, I'm delivering. So that is imposter syndrome. Very, very common. Um, affects, like I would say, I say it's more than 70%. I would as well, to be yeah. honest with you. But that's the stat I found. But, you know, this does go over and... Um, above a lack of, of self-belief or, or it goes beyond self-doubt it's it's a really really deep-rooted feeling of I am not worthy I'm not worthy of this success this money this happiness this this that and the other and it feels like you're out of your depth like somehow someone is or lots of people are going to discover that you're not who you are perceiving to be you know it's almost like you're you feel like you're wearing a mask and someone is going to reveal that you know they're going to whip the mask off and they're going to reveal you to the world and suddenly you're going to be standing there stark naked going oh my goodness I have been found out and honestly I wanted to talk about this so so much because I have felt like this throughout my entire PR career I honestly, if anyone's heard about my story, I would honestly get up every single morning and and cry my eyes out. I absolutely hated what I did. I felt really, it wasn't necessarily the people that I was working with, I just hated what I was doing. It felt really inauthentic to my values and who I was. And there was this constant battle within myself. So I did feel literally that I would get up the escalator in London going into Soho and I'd put my mask on and that, I was scared constantly for years, you know, 14 years, basically, that someone was going to whip that mask off and go, ha ha, you really hate it. And you're really, really crap at it. Um, And that kind of moved into all other areas of my life, you know, doing what we do now. I've definitely felt at points every time you go to another level, we always say there's another devil, but there's also Mm. that other part of yourself going, you're not worthy of this. Someone's going to find you out. Someone's going to reveal that actually you don't really know what you're talking about. Of course, we do, but it's it comes from all sorts of causes. 
Yeah, it's very much deeply rooted in our acceptance from others, like our need to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Remember, at the end of the day, humans are tribal an- a- uh, animals, as I say. Well, well, Tri- well, we are. <laughs> tribal beings. We like to gather in social groups, and acceptance of the group is evolutionally hardwired into us. You know, mm. if you were isolated from your tribe back in the, the caveman days, it pretty much meant certain death. So, you know, Group cohesion, group, you know, staying in with the group, not making a fuss was, was of vital importance. So, you know, imposter syndrome stems from that need to be accepted. Um, and we all have that need to be part of the community, not be shunned. And here's the thing, as the stakes get higher and higher, that need can increase. And then sometimes that nagging fear that, you know, in inverted commas, you'll be found out can increase as well. You know, and this, you know, let's relate it to, you know, uh, maybe your job, like the higher you climb up that career ladder... You know, the more worried you, you'll be that you get, like, in inverted commas, found out even though there's nothing to find you out for. But, yeah, we've all been at this. You know, suddenly you get a promotion. You really want that promotion to the next level up. And you get it. And, of course, like, here's where the line blurs. Because imposter syndrome is actually, like, you know, when you are capable and you do know your stuff, but you doubt yourself. But sometimes, obviously, when you are transitioning to a new you, a new position, a new role, there are going to be elements that you don't know yet. So it can be then... It's good to have a little bit of humility around that and be compassionate with yourself mm. going, I'm learning this role. I mean, I had this um, way, way, way back. When, oh my goodness, um, well, this is a perfect story. Yeah, so I always wanted to be a, a magazine journalist and, and a writer. And, and I was, but I was doing freelance bits and bobs. And I was got a very lucky break to be part of the team that launched uh, Ministry of Sound. Ministry magazine back at the end of the 1990s, <coughs> a couple of years ago. Yeah. That was just like 10 years ago, wasn't it? And I, I mean, I loved it. It was like my big break. So, of course, like, there, I felt the weight of expectation on my shoulders to do this. It was an amazing team, very hardworking, very professional. But although I could um, write, some would argue maybe not. I, I would argue <laughs> not now. There, there's a lot more that's involved when you go up in those days. When you went to a magazine, like, staff team, you know, you've got to know your way around, you know, the layout software, all this. And I just didn't know any of it. Didn't know any of it. So I had to blag my way through but again luckily I was surrounded by uh, a really amazing team that gave me the space and time to like get my skill set up let me develop and really make that my own but you know by the end I had no imposter syndrome but of course at the start I did but it was actually <laughs> deserved imposter syndrome because I was I was well out mm. of my depth <laughs> absolutely absolutely I think you know it's really interesting to talk about Every every new level that you go to, even these people that he's reaching for his cup of tea, but it's always dangerous because he's really clumsy, so he's going to probably spill it everywhere. <laughs> um, it's even people that we know and think from the outside are uber confident and couldn't possibly have imposter syndrome really have. So the most common common examples are actors and actresses. So we've got one from Jodie Foster. So she thought, this is actually in a interview that she did with a magazine, she thought winning the Oscar and Oscar was a fluke. And this is actually her word. She said, I thought everybody would find out and they'd take the Oscar back. They'd come to my house, knocking on the door and say, excuse me, we meant to give that to someone else. That was going to Meryl Streep. So that's insane, right? If you actually look at these people in the public arena and think how what they put themselves through and their confidence levels or what they must be, for them to think like that, it's so, so common. It's actually, it makes you feel more compassionate about yourself, right? Uh, The actress Emma Watson, another one. It's almost like the better I do, the more my feeling of inadequacy actually increases. Because I'm just going, any moment, someone's going to find out I'm a total fraud and I don't deserve any of what I've achieved. 
And that's the point there we said, you know, as the stakes get higher, this fear can get greater. Because, you know, we are being pushed to the envelope, the edges of our envelope of our comfort zone. And of course, that is where we experience growth, but it's also when we can start to feel uncertain. Uh, and then what we tend to do, how does this manifest? You know, we'll be like, <laughs> this is how it's manifested with oh, me yeah. before. We'll go, you know, do another course. All oh, right, I better upskill this. I'll find another course to do. Uh, I'll get another coach. Uh, I'll, get, I'll speak to more people. Uh, it can result in you like leaping into stuff, but then slamming the brakes on because suddenly you get terrified you're making the wrong decisions. And here's the thing about imposter syndrome. It can easily spill over into other areas of your life. And if you start to feel like a fraud in one area, this is why we need to be aware of it and bring compassion to it. It can spill into other areas and we can start self-sabotaging. We've done a great podcast on self-sabotage. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and find it. But it can spill into your relationships, into your money, into your career, into your fitness, into your health. So just be aware of it. So what are some of the causes of this? Well... You know, we've done some, we've worked with lots of people on their imposter syndrome and self-sabotage. So we've kind of actually seen it in real life, but also um, even seen this in ours. So it can be, imposter syndrome can literally stop you in your tracks. It can be totally life, almost like life-threatening to your success. And it is really crippling. And one of the things that is definitely, definitely a negative impact on that is social media. Mm. Because... You're looking at everyone else going, oh, they must be more more qualified. They must be this. They must be that. They must. But here's the thing. We always say this is one of our phrases. You're seeing the highlight reels. Please remember that. But social media and digital, the digital arena that we're in constantly is bombarding you with, you've got to be this, you've got to be this. And you're looking in the mirror going, oh, I'm not that. I was going to say, it's really interesting, actually. I was just thinking there, Claire, talking about social media and people like, um, we know, we know lots of great experts who get amazing results but are not formally qualified in the areas that they work in but by the same token I know lots of people that qualified up to the eyeballs and are scared to even get going so they still feel that they're inadequate in some way yeah well that that was me I mean absolutely I spent years and years and years getting another qualification I mean I'm qualified and so is James up to the eyeballs but you know, it was almost like, we're going to go into some tips in a minute, but it's almost like I was procrastinating because I had this fear of being an imposter in my own life. Um, the other thing that can cause it is expectations and setting you know, unrealistic expectations mm. if, we're, if we're honest about it. You know, when we move up to that next step in the career, when we move to that new job that's effectively a big step up, when we launch that new business, we've got all these massive expectations because we tend to dream, and we use imagination to dream, uh, and that's not a bad thing, but sometimes just check whether your expectations aren't somehow causing you to like start feeling like an imposter as well. Absolutely, and sometimes, you know, it's memories. Our, our subconscious mind is great at just holding on to those things in the past, and we keep dragging into the present, but... Like when you're doing a swimming race and you dive in, your trunks fall off. <laughs> don't even know where that came from oh my goodness what is that analogy oh my goodness true story oh dear um so keep swimming <laughs> that was only about two weeks ago Jane. anyway you know sometimes childhood memories that can really really pose a threat to that kind of imposter syndrome such as feeling that your grades were never good enough for your parents or that your sibling outshone you in certain areas can can leave a really really lasting impact you know, and people often internalise those sorts of ideas that in order to be loved or lovable or to be respected, I need to achieve, I need to be, you know, I need to be this, I need to be that, I need to be seen as successful in order to be loved. And that becomes a self 
perpetuating negative cycle. Mm. Uh, the other thing, of course, is personality types. Now, we have to be careful with personality because, of course, it is fluid. You know, we'll adopt different personalities mm. for different situations. But if we're tending towards, like, high anxiety, high worry, it's likely we're going to be more likely to experience the imposter syndrome. Also, our environment can play uh, a role. Like we said, you know, we have a deep sense of needing to belong. So when we're feeling like we're part of a group and we're cohesive, we can feel really confident. Anyway, experience that. When you're going against everyone else, when you're going against groupthink, you can not only be a lonely place, but you can really start to doubt yourself as well. Mm. There's loads of fascinating psychological experience on this where you get people to sit in waiting, waiting rooms and all raise their hands bar the stooge and then they're like, oh, I raise my hand as well. But we have this thing of like, we want to belong, and when we're not, it can feel an uncomfortable place, and that can trigger the imposter syndrome as well. Well, I, I, the analogy of the black sheep of the family, you know, I, 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 I know my family would never say this, but <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. But you like, know, say I, it to me all the time, Claire. <laughs> I am the black sheep of the family. I have kind of lived my life in a very, very different, <laughs> out there way, you know, in comparison to the rest of my family, even my extended family and my cousins and things. So you know that that does also create that sense of oh you know I'm not necessarily like those people I don't necessarily belong all the time I'm not like those and that can obviously impact that imposter syndrome and build on that but um Dr Valerie Young she is an expert in imposter syndrome she's written books on the subject it's really really fascinating and what she uncovered was competence types um these kind of internal rules um that actually increase people's struggle with self-confidence and the they're more likely to have that imposter syndrome more frequently than other people. So one of one of the ones that she came up with, the competent, competence type she came up with, was perfectionist. Oh, this will be me. You're a recovering perfectionist. I'm, a rec- I'm still in recovery. I'm still in recovery. But this is me all over. You set extremely high expectations for yourself. And even and if husband. you... <laughs> and your... Honestly, he's on one today. What's in that cup of tea? <laughs> I'm going to take your battery out. Um, set extremely high expectations for yourself. And even when you meet them 99% of the time and your goals, you still feel like a failure. And any small mistake will literally make you question your entire world, your entire competence, and throw you off into the bushes. That was me. I actually have done so much work around mm, that. Have. Really, really have. But that was me for years. I would take it so personally if I did one thing wrong Mm. Uh, another competence type experts I can relate to this one they need to know every bit of information before they start a project that was also me (laughs) also you it's it's closely related to perfectionists right or they feel that they need every certification or qualification for you know the type of person looks at a job role and it looks ideal for them but they might be missing one thing that that it says the job role needs they just won't apply at all they're like oh I'm not I'm not ready for I'm not qualified it's that searching for more information more outside validation Then there's the natural genius. And when the natural genius, this is another competence, has to struggle or work hard to accomplish something, he or she thinks this means they aren't good enough. They are used to skills coming easily, and when they have to put their effort in, their brain tells them that that's proof, sure proof, that they are an imposter. So, so far we've had perfectionist, expert, natural genius the next one james is the soloist uh so this is someone that feels they can work best on their own and that if they need to reach out for help that's a sign of of weakness uh and that means that they're a failure or a fraud so it's that you know carrying everything on your shoulders and like i'm not going to ask for help these are amazing and then supermen or superwomen also me 
Um, you know, we push ourselves to work harder than those around us to prove that we're not imposters. We've seen this. I've seen this in work environments more often than not, actually. They feel that they need to succeed in all aspects of life, at work, as parents, as partners. And the level of stress that creates is massive. Um, and the level of stress when they're not accomplishing something really increases their imposter syndrome. So this is Dr. Valerie Young's research around this. If you want to go and read the book, go and read it. I can't remember the name of the book. I should have put it down. But um, real expert in imposter syndrome. So if you are struggling with this, I, I advise you to go and have a read of that. So. That is imposter syndrome. What can you do about of it? Of course, because we always leave you, leave you with, love you and leave you with actionable tips. So we have 12 for you. We do. So the first one is, um, well, you always say this, just bring awareness to it. When you feel it coming in, just go, oh, that's interesting. That's there. What's it saying? What is that chatter actually saying? What, where is it coming from? What's it trying to tell me? Yeah, write it down. Just get it out. It'll help you understand it. And number two is rewire the brain for self-love and self-acceptance. So we use affirmations here. I am capable. I have my own skills. I am worthy and I am significant. Those sorts of things. Rewiring the brain. And we're not going to go into too much, but there's a, this is that we discuss this in pretty much all of our podcasts. So rewiring the brain for self-love and self-acceptance. Do something you love so it's aligned with your values. Now, if you're feeling like not only are you not qualified in some way, but you actually hate what you're doing as well. Guess what? Do something else. Exactly. Number number four is do something for yourself. Okay, really go into this and ask yourself, is this something I'm doing for myself to make me happy? Because doing things to get certain results and get praise and recognition and all that kind of stuff is only going to lead to... Um, well, you feeling like you're not good enough, to be quite honest with you. So doing it for your own sense of achievement and fulfillment and happiness is a, is a great, great way to start reducing that imposter syndrome. Don't procrastinate. I mean, this is a classic one. You know, feeling the fear, so just putting off doing what you need to do is only going to make it worse. Take action because it will quieten that voice down over time. Don't expect, number six, don't expect perfection. No one expects perfection other than you you are most of us are our own worst critics no one expects you to be perfect and we kind of we really really need you to take that in no one expects you to be perfect this one's a biggie don't compare you've got no idea what is going on behind closed doors or what is going on for someone else you know mm. comparison is the thief of joy just focus on staying on your own path your own road and what you're doing and don't worry, number eight is don't worry about what everyone else thinks. And this is kind of related to number four, do it for your own happiness. You know, once we are able to stand in our own sense of purpose and passion and feel okay with who we are and what we're doing, then we experience life in a much more beautiful way. So... You know, this is a long learn, a lesson for life that we're all, always going to be learning. But try not to worry about what everyone else is thinking and just live this life for you and why you're here. Remember what we said about the need to belong. Find your tribes. Find the people that align with your values, your like-minded people, so you have that sense of community and belonging. Remember, when you feel you're in a cohesive group, your imposter syndrome is likely to be less. So go find those people. And number 10, success is subjective. You know, ask yourself if you are being really realistic. The, these, this comes back to the expectations. 
success is subjective. Everyone else is looking at you going, this is amazing. This is, you're doing so well. So actually ask yourself, is it really true that I'm not? Is it really true that I'm an imposter? Is it really true that I've created so much health and happiness in my life? Remember what you do do well and what your expertise is. And, you know, don't be afraid to speak to, you know, close friends and family so they can, like, basically buoy you up a little bit. We all need that little confidence boost at times. So just write down things you know you're Mm. great at or just ask friends to, like, remind you of when you've done really brilliant things because you have. And number 12, remember no one is keeping score other than you. What the world needs is authentic real and raw people you're worthy just because you are here you bring your own skills your own set of values your own set of wonderful wonderful things to this world so don't waste it feeling like an imposter in your Mm -hmm. own life because you're really not go out and create love your life and be grateful for what you do have and the skills that you do have Mm, definitely so there we are we are i hope you enjoyed that uh now remember we would love to see you with us this weekend on our virtual retreat. We'll put the link to sign up in the mm, show notes. If you can't make it, then no problem. Remember, also join our community, our free community on Facebook, where we post loads of content and, and we have a great community of like-minded oh, people so talking about a cohesive tribe. Yes. If you want to be with a tribe of midlifers all gearing towards like a positive, optimistic outlook for life, mm. uh, then just look for the Midlife Mentors community on Facebook. Absolutely. Um, and look for YouTube as well, where the Midlife yeah. Mentors on YouTube. That's growing all the time, putting content up, you know, not just um, workshops, but little workouts for all levels, conditioning, cardio, all that sort of stuff. And like little nuggets and tips and strategies to help create health and happiness in your life. We just put up there a great little short 10-minute hit session, didn't we? We did. We did we managed to record as well, we so did. that's up there. It was amazing. Uh, and last thing, like if, you, if you'd like to know, know more about how you work with us, just uh, go to the website, themidlifementors.com, and you can book a call from there. We'd love to speak to you, love to find out if we can work with you. And we're just wishing you all an amazing week and weekend. Yes, hope to see you at the weekend. Lots of love. Take care. You've been listening to the Midlife Mentors with Claire and James Davis. We'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at info at themidlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions. And make sure you join us on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. You can find us under The Midlife Mentors. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalised insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.